0: It's time to talk politics. It's Hardline on WBEN. Now, WBEN's David Bellavia. Well, welcome to Hardline. It is uh, that time of the week where we talk about politics. There you go. Had to adjust some stuff here. Randy Bushover keeps a very quiet set of uh, headphones. You know that? He's not deaf like the rest of us, evidently. Uh, Outstanding job uh, with Randy and, and the crew. I want to thank Joe Beamer for being here on a Sunday. We're talking politics, and we're talking politics for two hours. This is how we do it here at Hardline. We have two numbers because we are a polarized and divided society. We have Republicans. We have people right of center. We have Democrats. We have people left of center. The number for the Republican line is eight zero three zero nine thirty. The Democratic line, left of center, is 644-9875. And you have my honor that I am going to take the calls in as they come. Uh, we'll take a, a Republican and a Democrat as they come in uh, 644-9875. If you're a Dem, left of center. If you're a Republican, right of center, eight zero three zero nine thirty. And you know, yeah, this is gonna it's gonna require your honor to not uh, dissuade, you know, the call screener. You know, some people like to pull fast ones, you know. There's a show on C-SPAN called Washington Journal. And when I was in D.C. Uh, during the time of the, uh, the war and foreign policy, I'd get called in and I'd do Washington Journal. C-SPAN has like a budget of $45 for this program, okay? To the point of most times when you go on MSNBC, CNN, or Fox News, they put like a cry on they have, you know, the actual typed in text words of the article that you're quoting from, or if they're asking you about a quote from a congressman, it's on the screen. Not at Washington Journal. They zoom in on the newspaper and they have the host with a pen, follow the words, literally pointing at the article in the paper. That's how they, uh, they do the quotes and whatnot. And so they have two lines, a Republican line and a Democratic line. And yet everyone will just bash you. It's just a left-wing, you know, piñata fest. So they'll be like, on the Republican line uh, for Mr. Bellavia, go ahead, sir. Uh, David you're an idiot okay let's go to the Democratic line David you're an idiot (laughs) they all pile on it's absolutely wonderful hey we're going to talk about a couple of issues today Uh, you've got the numbers to call Republicans 803-0930 Democrats 644-9875 New York uh, 27 Representative Chris Collins he's getting a lot of heat uh, from the right from conservatives Uh, This week, a couple announcements were made uh, regarding Chris Collins. First of all, in The Hill, uh, there's an article that went up uh, that they're basically going after three members of Congress. Duncan Hunter in California, uh, he's alleged to have spent $250,000 from his campaign funds with his wife. It's a really crazy story. Uh, uh, David Schweikert of Arizona is being accused of uh, some more money issues with the campaign, but Chris Collins is uh, also in this article, and this is because the House, the House Ethics Committee, is investigating these three uh, congressmen, and of course the Democrats are in control of the House. The Ethics Committee is looking into the uh, w- which he, Mr. Collins, is going to trial. In 2020, in the spring, summer of 2020, Chris Collins will uh, have his day in court to answer these allegations of insider trading. We've all heard the story a million times here in Western New York. But what's interesting about this is that we finally have a name of the Congress critter who will be investigating Chris Collins. So the Democrats promised that they were going to get to the bottom of this. Uh, and that's exactly what they're going to do. Now, they have assigned a, a Democrat member of the committee to go after each individual. Uh, person being investigated by the House uh, Ethics Committee, and so, for example, Grace Meng is a Democrat out of New York. She's not doing the Chris Collins investigation because she's in New York, and they don't want there to be perceived any sort of allegiance uh, issues or, uh, you know, bad blood in the state. So, Grace Meng is going to be investigating Duncan Hunter. Uh, Chris Collins is uh, going to be looked at uh, by another Democrat. And again, you know, what what comes out of the they've already taken him off the the party. The Republican Party has done their best in the 115th Congress to uh, take uh, Mr. Collins out of leadership positions. He does not have a committee currently. There's really nothing more the Democrats can do. They're not going to expel him. Uh, This is probably going the worst case scenario is there was a censure. That they that they put out there, but again, Mr. Collins's fate will be held in a jury of his peers when he goes to trial. That's the political side of Chris Collins's week. And again, I don't think that's any shock that that was happening. Uh, The Democrats said they were going to do this when they took over the House, but in Hot Air, which is a conservative right wing uh, blog, and and this is one uh, Michelle Malkin had started. Uh, Years ago, they merged with a bunch of other uh, right-wing blogs a couple years ago. But Chris Collins is, uh, you know, we we heard that the president of the United States sat down uh, with Pelosi and Schumer, and they talked about infrastructure spending. Now, if there is one mistake that Donald Trump or people loyal to Donald Trump will say the president made after the 2016 election, after inauguration, the first, the the major error was that they did not go after infrastructure spending first. That really should have been the first thing this administration, if they had a time machine, they would go back and they would more than likely tackle infrastructure spending with a Republican Congress. Now, the Republican Congress really wasn't much of a help to the Trump administration in, in the first uh, two years. But now the Democrats are in charge This it's it's an election year. The president of the United States is up for election. We're looking at, you know, the Republicans are trying to take back the House. The Democrats are going to take a swing at the Senate. And of course, they want the White House. So we have a two trillion dollar infrastructure deal that's outlined by the president. Democrats are on board. It is a bipartisan two trillion dollar spending deal. Now, think about this. As far as history goes, this is. It's very difficult to pass anything in Washington today. The environment is polarized. You've got, you know, Democrats literally talking about it. You know, some Democrats talking about impeachment of the president. You've got the barr Mueller investigation. You've got the Inspector General report, which we're expecting next week. Now, listen to this. If this, it, it would be difficult to pass an infrastructure bill right now as it is getting loyal Republicans to to back the president, Democrats uh, to essentially be perceived as backing something that Trump wants. You saw what happened with the border, the uh, border wall and the national emergency. But two trillion dollars. This is a a huge uh, expenditure And now you've got to talk about, you're going to hear things that Congress is talking about that they only talk about when you put price tags on things. They don't talk about the national debt. They don't talk about deficit spending. But when a $2 trillion price tag comes out there, people get serious about, you know, I mean, Obamacare, it was always about the money and deficit spending. What do the Republicans do as soon as they get control of the White House and the House? I mean, this president is spending money. You know, uh, a lot of conservatives, these are most of these are never Trumpers, but they they I think they're they're well within their rights to say, wait a second. You know, what separates you from what you claim to be the big division between Democrats, liberals, conservatives and Republicans? It's responsible spending. Spend as you go. Only spend the money you have. Pay off your debt all of these uh, wonderful tenants that used to be a part of the Republican Party. They seem to go away when Republicans get into power. Yet when Republicans are in the minority, they're always complaining about the spin-thrift uh, Democrats. They go out there and they spend money all the time. This is a $2 trillion infrastructure bill. We're talking about roads and bridges. We're talking about rail beds and and commercial rail that has really been ignored for, for you could argue, almost 30 years uh, you know, bridges crumbling, uh, roads that, that need to be looked at. Very important to, with, a, with an economy that's showing growth, record growth. The longest string of, of jobs uh, plus in the plus in modern history. Uh, record unemployment, not only just for white conservative males, White conservative males, white uh, Caucasian uh, males, uh, but we're also talking about uh, minority uh, unemployment at the lowest level, female unemployment at the lowest level. This is broken down into Asian unemployment, African-American unemployment, Hispanic unemployment, uh, all the way across the board, people have access to jobs. And you would think that would be the number one thing that the president of the United States would be able to go into a uh, re-election and, and win, you know, in a Dukakis-style uh, landslide. But there's so much more about Trump that the Democrats are trying to 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 hit him on. Infrastructure spending, this is a really strange, you know, you want to talk about strange bedfellows to have Pelosi, Schumer, and Trump Basically, there wasn't a big press conference. No one beat each other up. Uh, no one took this opportunity. For the first time in probably, I don't know, 18 months, Pelosi and Schumer left a meeting with the president and didn't have horrible things to say about him. And Trump left the meeting with Pelosi and Schumer and had positive things to say about Pelosi and Schumer. Why is that? Well, that they're both trying to pull. Now, once that 2 trillion dollars goes into the middle of the octagon, that's when all the Congress critters are starting to cut it all up. And when you talk about, you know, Poland Cars is a uh, county executive in Erie, he's running for re-election, where do those funds come from? It's easy to point at the county level and say, "Wait a second, uh, you know, the, the county roads are horrible. Well, the federal roads are horrible. The bridges, the trains, where does that money all trickle down to? Each state is going to get a cut. They divide it up. Uh, then you have the same, pretty much the same apparatus in Albany where uh, you have uh, assembly people uh, from all the 450 districts in New York. They're running around doing all their different things with the senators and the assembly. Everyone's trying to get pork, pork. They're trying to get money back into their district, but a lot of that, you know, is there fraud, waste, and abuse? Well, it's the government. There's always going to be money that probably shouldn't be spent. But when it, for every bridge to nowhere in Alaska, where we spend you know tens of millions of dollars on a bridge that affects essentially a thousand people, there are major roadways, major bridges, tunnels, uh, major problems that are there are going to be solved through a transportation bill. $2 trillion. Is Is that what is needed? Now, economists will tell you if there's anything you can spend money on and you're going to get an ROI, a return of investment, it's going to be infrastructure spending. So traditionally, the way the American government has paid for roads and bridges is with a gas tax. That's a federal gas tax. Now, when you hear in New York State about the cost of gas per gallon, most people will say, well, wait a minute, gas on average is uh, a fifty. Why is it $1.89 in New York State? Well, because New York State has roads and bridges and New York State has a problem with spending too much money. So what do they do? The states put in their own gas tax. So you have a federal gas tax and you have a state gas tax. And Hopefully, the state will try to get federal money to pay for uh, different things that are happening in the state. But the state also generates its own revenue by taxing the taxpayers of New York, and they put their own gas tax in there. If you took the New York State gas tax out of what we pay for the gallon, we are at the national average. We're paying what everyone else pays. Uh, But New York State has their own thing going on, and this is A problem. It's a problem for a lot of New Yorkers. Uh, It's one of the things that a lot of people, when they talk about life in New York, uh, they get a little bit confused because they talk about property taxes and school taxes and the income tax of New York. But the gas tax is one of those taxes that kind of goes under the radar. You don't really think about it. It's, well, what are the problems with all the, well, sales tax. And then you've got, you know, the county taxes and the real estate, uh, your your property and your income. But the gas tax is something that affects everybody and makes things very difficult. You drive truck for a living. Uh, you depend on deliveries. All of that is going to be a part of the bottom line. Now, Chris Collins is taking heat because Chris Collins is saying, if you want to spe- spend that $2 trillion on infrastructure, here's what you need to do. Double the federal tax uh, gas tax. Double it. Now, People are going crazy. Wait a minute. Chris Collins is a conservative. Chris Collins is a, 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 you know, a, a businessman. He's the guy that's supposed to be fiscally conservative. Why is he asking for this? Chris Collins is repeating something that a lot of Republicans have said for many years. First of all, when is the last time this gas tax has been touched at the federal level? It's been, you know, maybe 25 years since someone actually did something. 1994 was the last time anyone adjusted the federal gas tax. And the idea here is if you can spend, if you could pay for something now, why go into debt another $2 trillion? Well... You would think that Chris Collins went in there and asked for socialized uh, medicine as a Republican. People are, lit- are coming after him uh, like crazy. The other thing Collins proposed this week was to take the airline passenger fee from $4.50 and raise that to $8 or $9. These are user fees. He doesn't consider it to be a tax. But again, you're going to pay $9 extra to fly on a plane. You're going to have a doubled a, uh, a federal gas tax. And now you got New York State taxes as well, so that will make the price of gas considerably more expensive, especially in blue states that have their own gas tax. Well, what do you think about it? Has Chris Collins lost his mind, or is he saying something that really a lot of Republicans have said for twenty years? I I got to be honest with you. I'm not a fan of taxes at all, uh, but when you're talking about spending two trillion dollars. Where is that money coming from? There was a plan that Donald Trump had when he ran for president that he wanted to privatize a lot of the infrastructure spending, bring businesses to the table, uh, have people through grants and, and, and various other things where it was almost, I, I mean, they claimed it was going to be debt neutral. It's impossible to say that $2 trillion could be debt neutral. But the fact is, here Chris Collins jumps into it and says, Hey, I'm an ally of the president, I'm a conservative. I'm a business guy. I'm a guy who's trying to fight, uh, you know, debt and, uh, you know, our massive debt and our deficit spending. Here's a way to offset the $2 trillion and do it in a way that we don't have to incur the debt. Well, either you want the infrastructure spending or you don't. You either have a plan to pay for it or you don't. But is Chris Collins, is he a guy that's lost his mind? Is he jumping off the boat? Or is he basically saying this is a responsible way if you need $2 trillion for infrastructure, you know, pay for it as you go. Pay for it with the money you have at hand. Increase double the federal gas tax. A lot of Democrats believe in this. They're not saying it publicly. Chris Collins is saying it publicly. What do you think about the gas tax? What do you think about infrastructure spending? Is this something we need? Is $2 trillion enough? Is $2 trillion too much? Uh, when you look at, uh, you know, your flights, do you want to spend an extra $9 to pay for bridges and roads? 803-0930 if you're a Republican, 644-9875 if you're a Democrat. We're going to take calls right after this. It is Hardline. Welcome back to Hardline. The president of the United States just uh, tweeted out that he's upset with the Kentucky Derby. Considers it to be political correctness and the best horse did not win. That is President Trump. What do you think about that, Joe Beamer?
1: Far from it. I agree with the president that the best horse did not win. But, David, I can't have an opinion on horse racing. I, I mean, well, I
0: mean, isn't that like saying, though, that that the uh, that Barry Bonds was the best player at the time that he hit over seventy home runs, but well,
1: Barry Bonds was the best uh player of people who use steroids.
0: What, what what I'm saying though is that you could still be the best horse in a race and cheat. Oh exactly. I just don't know what like I don't understand the whole that jockey, disqualification. The jockey got himself in trouble when he said that the horse was spooked. Because that just admitted that, yeah, it was all over the place and you were trying to control it.
1: This is why when I'm in Vegas, I parlay baseball games and stay away from horse racing.
0: No, well, you got to do what you got to do. Hey, so we're talking about the federal gas tax. Chris Collins wants to double the federal gas tax. Let me give you the numbers. Right now in New York State, you're paying 25, 25.75 cents per gallon. You're just paying that to the state. So you want to know what the actual gas price would be in a state that doesn't have a gas tax? Uh, well, just deduct 25 and three quarter cents. Uh, you're, that's what you're overpaying to New York, right? Now, the federal gas tax that hasn't been changed since 1994 is 18.4 cents a gallon. Under the Chris Collins uh, proposal, the federal gas tax would be 36.8 cents, right? Now you can add New York State's 25.75 cents a gallon and what do you end up having? You're you're basically at 61 cents of tax onto what a normal gallon of gas would cost. Now, do you think New York is going to allow the federal gas tax to only be 36 cents a gallon? New York is going to say, wait a second, now that we're changing things, why don't we go up to 36 cents a gallon? And now you're paying potentially 72 cents a gallon of taxes just to get a gallon of gas. Now, is it about time? We haven't touched it in 25 years. Or do you want to do what we've always done and just say $2 trillion? Throw that on the Visa card. We got this. My great grandkids are going to get this covered. They're going to have a much better life than we had. Let them pay for it. Uh, Is Collins all wet? Is Collins being fiscally prudent? 644-9875 if you're a Democrat. eight zero three zero nine thirty. if you're a Republican. Let's go to Dan in Strikersville. Dan, what do you think about uh, the federal gas tax and Collins' proposal?
2: Oh, I think it's a joke, and I'll tell you what. I was watching the nightly news the other, the 247, I forget which one it was, and they got Mayor Brown, Crystal Peoples, and Tim Kennedy on there, and they're showing pictures of the rapid transit tax, and Cuomo just give them $100 million over five years to fix that. Now tell me why you cannot take the money from the people that are riding it and maintain it. Why does it get to this point?
0: Why does the infrastructure crumble, what, what or why do they need more money?
2: Exactly, exactly. Why does it get to this point? It's no different than your vehicle. and When, when your vehicle needs work on it, you work on it, right? you Keep it going?
0: Well, listen, there are many states that... Uh, are are you know more responsible with their funds you look at states like florida and and texas that actually have emergency funds when there's hurricanes and and other natural disasters they pay it out of their savings new york state it's not that state and any opportunity they have to put their hand out they're gonna
2: they just run down to albany and ask for more money well
0: you know the other thing too is is
2: i was in a suit she was in a dress Kennedy should have been under dress as well.
0: Well, do you, I want to bring you something up, though, Dan. Do you remember when we are kicking uh, tractor-trailer trucks off the throughway because of weather and all these other reasons why we divert tractor-trailer traffic? Well, you know, those trucks are now going on roads that really aren't designed for commercial tractor-trailer traffic, and they rip those roads up pretty good. So when you find that you're raising uh, you know, taxes. You're increasing tolls. You're making it more expensive for commercial tractor trailers to move from point A to point B. They're going to take non-toll roads. They're going to take uh, avenues of approach that probably aren't designed for the weight and the uh, abuse that these trucks will do to, uh, you know, different thoroughfares. And you're going to find you're going to have to replace those roads at a at a quicker or at least at a more prudent level than we're doing currently. It all costs money. Does it cost $2 trillion, though? Uh, you know, some make the argument, by the way, the Democrats are saying that that's not enough, that they're, they're asking for 5 to $7 trillion. They're saying that Pelosi and Schumer caved on $2 trillion worth of infrastructure spending. I mean, this is like, you know, we're, we're talking New Deal uh, type of, uh, I should say, Fair Deal, you know, FDR era type of spending on our broads, ridges, and, and rail lines.
2: No, but you got to realize I'm talking about the rapid transit there that some guys were on TV the other night.
0: Right. No, I know what you're talking about. I'm just I'm getting to the back to the right. Thirty-five years. You don't think it needs maintenance? You're absolutely. I, I'm I'm with you, Dan. I'm just trying to get it back to the topic that we're actually speaking about. But I hear what you're saying. I I get it, John in Rochester. You're on the Republican line eight zero three zero nine thirty. The Democratic line is six four four nine eight seven five. Go ahead, John.
3: Hey, hey, Dave. I, I agree with Trump on the uh, Kentucky Derby, by the way. The weather conditions uh, were uh, a unique uh, circumstance. But anyway, on, on the issue of this gas tax and Chris Collins, i got to say, Chris Collins and Donald Trump, in my eyes, are classical liberals. And I say that in a good way. I think uh, a classical liberal is somebody who I admire, and I, I consider myself one in, in a lot of respects, because... I look at both sides of an issue, but I disagree with them on increase. I disagree with Chris on increasing the gas tax. And uh, I'll tell you, Trump uh, also—he's concerned. We're all concerned about the national debt. Remember, uh, I think it was about six months ago. Trump wanted to pay off with thirty million dollars. It was uh, one of the departments didn't meet the budget uh, spending budget, so he wanted to take that thirty million dollars and pay down the national debt. But he was blocked by both Republicans and Democrats. So Trump, in in effect, uh, wants to pay down the national debt. And I think uh, one way to do that on these uh, capital projects is to create a right to work on federal projects and state projects instead of prevailing wage. uh,
0: You know what? The point that you're bringing up right now is the only thing the Democrats say is a non-starter is the, the competition of basically getting the unions out of these job bidding processes, allowing it to go to the lowest bidder, but not having a weighted system. And by the way, John, you know, you're talking about the classical definition of what a liberal is that obviously has been hijacked now with, with modern politics. But, you know, John, when you consider if this was a, if we were talking about doubling the gas tax for health care, I don't think there would be a Democrat in the world. They would say triple it, quadruple it. Add, they, they, I mean, anyone that believes that, that Medicare for all is going to be the way forward, you're talking about $35 trillion that you're going to throw onto the debt.
3: Well, you know, you're, you're right. You're, you're right, David. And i got to tell you, I, I, I looked at the statistics on the national debt under Obama and Trump, and right now uh, Trump's rate of uh, the national debt increase while he's been president is actually about uh, 30 or 40 percent of what Obama was. So Trump actually has not improved the increase, if that's possible, in the national debt by uh, the rate of increase has been less. So uh, maybe Trump's looking at it that way and, and wants to, uh, wants to uh, get that infrastructure money. I'm against the $2 trillion in infrastructure unless they go to a right-to-work type bidding process.
0: Well, I I think that's a brilliant point. But again, I think it's so brilliant that that's why no one wants to do it quite frankly. John of Rochester, appreciate your call. I'm going to get back to the uh, Republican line. Democrats, where are you? 644-9875. 803 if you're a Republican. 644-9875 if you're a Democrat. We're going to talk about the uh, infrastructure spending. Collins wants to double the federal gas tax. That means 18.4 cents. Hasn't been touched since 1994. That goes to 36.8. Uh, there's also a $9 surcharge on everyone that flies in the United States. Of course, we've got New York State at just about 26 cents a gallon 25.75 cents a gallon uh do, do they now increase is that something that's sustainable or do you just do what we've been doing for the last 50 years and every time we want to do something uh for the betterment of the country uh we just throw it on the credit card and pay down the road pay china pay india pay all the other people uh that we're borrowing money from uh what do you think we'll take your calls after this it's hardline i'm yeah,
2: take my Welcome back to Hardline.
0: Let's get back to the phones. We're talking federal gas tax. Chris Collins wants to double the federal gas tax from 18.4 cents a gallon. Hasn't been touched since 1994. Is he right? Because quite frankly, if you don't pay for it now with a gas tax, aren't you just rolling it back into the debt? Or is he just betraying his conservative values? He's getting hit by hot air. He's getting hit by a bunch of other right-wing blogs. Uh, the funny part is, is that we don't really talk about the debt unless we're spending something where we are ideologically, politically opposed to. Uh, and, you don't know, Republicans always talk about fiscal spending responsibility, and yet when they're in power, they run the debt up. It's not. I mean, at the same level. Uh, the Democrats run the debt up too uh, And again, even though you could look at the numbers of Obama or Bush Clinton, compare it to H.W., Reagan and Trump You're still spending more than you have Is it now the time to stare down uh, those that are irresponsible in, in, the, in, in Washington Or is now the time to get infrastructure spending no matter what And it's a $2 trillion uh, price tag Not exactly cheap Frank and Holland on the Republican line, what do you think?
1: Hey, you know what? I'm in agreement with the raising of this tax for the roads and for the gas tax, as long as it doesn't turn into another gap elimination adjustment, bo- monetary budget trick by New York State. Rob Peter to pay Paul.
0: Okay, okay. Now, what you're bringing up, though, is exactly what the, the fear is, which is... You know, now all of a sudden, New York State has a reason to increase their gas tax. Now all of a sudden, you start to see other reasons why you're increasing other spending across the board. And, you know, all you need is New York State, like a drug addict, just needs an excuse to get back in the habit of spending. And that's what they do.
1: That's exactly my point, is they can raise the taxes if it's going to go to the money that they say it's going to go to. So often we see, whether it's Democrat or Republican, changing the the budget. I mean, you know what? Look at how many times we've seen they're going to raise taxes for this, they're going to raise taxes for that, and then it never gets there. It never gets there. I know that, and everybody knows, that our infrastructure is falling apart and in gross disrepair. The budgets that these New York State Department of Transportations have isn't enough to do what they need to do. Everybody knows that the bridges and the roads are all damaged. They penny pinch when they spec out these projects and it's not really even their fault that the roads are like this because they want to spend the money right. The first time the right amount of money for the do the job, right? The first time instead of all this overlay and all this other nonsense they do, you know what you're wasting our money with all these repeat repairs. Do it right the first time, spend the money you need the first time, give it to them, stop taking their budget money and putting it elsewhere.
0: Yeah, I, that's a uh, well said, Frank. Excellent call. And again, you know, how many times do you resurface something when you really need to get three inches down and rip the whole thing up? And and you know, it's it, look at the rails. Everyone talks about roads and bridges. Nobody's talking about commercial rail. These ro these rail beds are absolutely delinquent. They're they're old. This is. Uh, you know, you know, I'm not Joe Biden here talking about everyone should be on Amtrak's or uh, you know, AOC who wants us to take high speed rail to France. But I'm saying that a lot of what we get, a lot of uh, uh, businesses find that it's it's cheaper to use commercial rail, and these rail beds are just not up to it. Uh, they're not putting a lot of uh, money and infrastructure spending into switches and different things for for rail. Uh, so. What do you do? Two trillion dollars. How do you pay for it? Uh, And Chris Collins is throwing out a solution, getting attacked by everyone. The Democrats are quiet, but the Republicans, conservatives are going after Chris Collins saying, look, you know, you know that you've got a trial coming up and you're not popular. Now is your chance to go to the other side. Well, I don't know. I got Bob Dole saying this in 1996. I had other people talking about raising the gas tax before and and they seem to have been applauded by Republicans. What do you think, Kevin and Pendleton? Kevin in Pendleton, you there? Oh, we lost Kevin. Let's go to John Lovejoy. John, what do you think about gas tax?
3: Well, yeah, Dave, two things first. Uh, thanks for your service. Um, now I'm a Marine vet here myself.
0: Well, God bless you. Thank you.
3: Um, you know, every time every time there's a gas hike or a crunch and, 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 you're, and you're raising prices and Buffalo being at the end of the pipeline, we get somebody like Schumer stands up and says, we got to investigate this. There's price gouging. Well, damn, we're getting price-coused by our own government. Now we're going to go to the, you know, gasoline to fund whatever silly project we come up with next. And the majority of the people I know that are working, you know, we're working stiffs. We get in our beater or our pickup or our SUV, and we've got to drive to work, and we've got to drive back. And I guess it's some of the tea party in me coming out, but, damn, we're taxed enough as it is. I mean, the very people who are supplying this money that gets thrown around like, you know, we, we've got an endless pot, you know, it's on our backs again, you know. Well, I'm driving to work, i got to put money in the truck. I, it, it's and, and speaking of roads, like, you know, back mid-January, I drove to Oklahoma City for school and back after three weeks. And comparing the highways of all the states I went through, a lot of them with tax rates a hell of a lot lower than New York, the roads were a hell of a lot better, Dave. I
0: just... Uh, they don't have the mandates to, uh, you know, send underprivileged people to Daring Lake. <laughs>
3: you,
0: you, we're I mean, seriously. And by the way, you're talking about just regular MoGas, right? We're just talking about, you know, 87 octane. We're not talking
3: about high-performance gas. I mean, what
0: are we talking about? Diesel. There's a 24-cent tax on diesel, uh, diesel and 25 cents from New York. You're paying 49 cents a gallon on taxes on diesel
3: absolutely half the trip was across interstate 70 one of the major truck routes in the u.s and every time i had a gas up on the way there and the way back my eyes were just rolling in my head but you know the gas i mean you know like going through missouri or even oklahoma i can't believe the difference and and, and my wife was with me and i'm like it's the taxes i mean, ah. john
0: excellent point you speak right to my heart thank you for your service uh, semper fi marines Thank you. All right. God bless, John. and Love, Joy. We're going to switch gears. We're going to go to Bob Barr, his testimony, the Mueller report. Everything you're hearing, the Democrats talking about Bob Barr, something's about to happen. We can hear it. It's on the horizon, and it's really, really bad for a lot of people that have been saying that Trump colluded with Russia. We're going to have our expert, Dr. Mark Epstein, come on and give us everything we need to know. But first, Alan Harris has news. It's hardline.